0: Welcome to Flip the Script with Vic, your weekly pep talk to expand and shift your perspective. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. Together, we'll unwind all the things you thought you knew and awaken to what's possible when you flip the script and take control of your own life. Are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, loves. Welcome to another episode of Flip the Script with Vic. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. Today I want to talk about a topic that's really near and dear to my heart. I posted a reel about it recently on Instagram and got so many responses that I know this topic is going to resonate with a lot of you, and it is the topic of grief in motherhood. And if you are a mother, I think you completely understand by my just saying that, because motherhood has so many seasons and so many facets, and it is really an initiation and a constant metamorphosis that as your kids grow and change and evolve, you grow and change and evolve. And it makes perfect sense, right? Because you have never mothered at these different stages. So even when you first get pregnant, I feel like it opens this portal within you to begin searching for this kernel of remembrance that lives within each of us because now you have a legacy that is going to last longer than you. And so now your perspective changes because all of a sudden the things that maybe were really important to you are no longer important. And I know that happened for me when I first got pregnant Back in, well, my, my first pregnancy was in 2018 that resulted in a miscarriage. But then I got pregnant again, thankfully in 2019 with my oldest Sebastian. And I just began questioning everything. And it wasn't really until he was actually born. I would say that, you know, as he was cooking in my stomach, uh, it didn't really feel real. And it was real, right? My stomach was growing, I could feel him. But when he was that tiny little babe in my arms, I remember just looking into his eyes at two months old and wondering who he was going to be and the impact he was going to have on the world. And I realized that I had to lead by example. And that if I wanted him to be able to be his true self in this world, then I needed to be my true self as well. And many of you have heard the story, that's when I found Kundalini Yoga and I joined this Kundalini business group without even really knowing what I was signing up for. And just knowing that my soul was calling you know, to this moreness within me. And I believe that our kids are a catalyst for that, that they give us so much more than we ever thought possible for ourselves. And I don't subscribe to that narrative that you know kids take up so much of our time and they drain us and and all these negative things that they can be true yes to some extent right i'm i'm more tired than i've ever been but i'm also far more fulfilled and i'm far more myself now that i have started this journey of motherhood than i would have been without it and i think each child we have transforms us even more birth is a portal literally to the ethers and to the other side. And it's no wonder that things completely change. You're bringing a whole new human into the world, a whole new soul who has their own karmic contracts, who has their own soul mission to complete on earth. And that complicates things a little bit, but it also makes things a little bit easier, I think, because then you want to be the best version of yourself so that you can teach them to be the best version of themselves and so you know in this searching after i became a new mom there was a lot of grief because your old life is gone in an instant like you don't get a chance to mourn these old versions of yourself until you're faced with situations where all of a sudden you realize things are different That you can't necessarily go back to the way things were. And I feel like moms are presented with this conflict of like, oh, well, you should be happy. You have this beautiful new child in your life and things are changing for the better. But that doesn't mean that the opposite end of the spectrum of emotions doesn't exist. If you can feel joy and happiness in the moment for all of the new and wonderful things that this child has brought into your life, you can feel the opposite side of the spectrum, the stuckness, the sadness, the, you know, just never ending feeling of like, holy shit, I'm responsible now for this person for the rest of their life. Like that is a lot to bear, And I want to give permission to anyone listening that it's okay to feel those feelings and it doesn't make you a bad mom and it doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human because you will never go back to that version of yourself because now your eyes are open. But also there are so many stages and moments of motherhood that you don't even know are the last until they happen. Or even until after they happen, right? Like that last moment of feeling them kick in your belly, that last moment maybe of being a mother of one, you know? And things change in an instant. And it's wild because, you know, all my moms listening know this. You're in the mundane most of the time, right? It's it's almost like groundhog day where you have the same day over and over again that you're getting up and you're feeding them and they're going to school and then they're coming home and you're making dinner and you're going to bed. And, you know, it can feel very repetitive until one day it's not because something changes. Because either you change, right? And you notice something new about yourself or you're cultivating this new feeling or remembrance that's been ignited within you, or you're cultivating that newness in them. They're learning new skills, learning new things, testing their boundaries, having tantrums, and it's bringing up triggers and things for you as well. I mean, my oldest is... Gosh, my biggest teacher, because his moments of being so highly sensitive and so upset are super triggering to me. And I'm having to go back and look at, you know, my childhood and say, like, why is his yelling upsetting me so much? And I think it was because there was a lot of yelling in my household. And, you know, that's not a dig against my mom or any of the people who raised me. It's just, what it was. They did the best they could with what they had. And my mom was a single mom that was really angry. And she unfortunately had to go back to work. She had to work a nine to five to support us. And so I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, which was wonderful. And I think that so many beautiful things happen when you're able to spend time with the generations like that. But it also meant that like I was also witness to her sadness and her grief and her short temper, you know, and and her inability to process some of those things because she just didn't have the tools to do so. And so, you know, I really try and reflect on that as much as I can, even though, of course, I still yell. I still get upset with my kids. I still have a lot of moments where I wish I was a better parent and, you know, I have to truly believe that, you know, doing the best I can is all that I can do. And that sharing these moments of grief when they come up in the moment and in their realness with my children and not hiding from them is really important. Like, I want them to see that mommy is a real person and mommy has feelings too. And I don't always model the best behavior. Um, but then we try and talk about it and we try and move through it. And, you know, I. I don't really think I realized how much I would cry in motherhood. <laughs> I cry a lot. And I'm a natural, you know, crier. I, I'll blame my cancer moon on that. But, you know, I I think it's it's medicine. And it's it's okay to let those tears out and to let our kids see them because there are so many things that you can't change. And you just have to move through and ride out in motherhood and, you know. There are stages that are going to be more upsetting than others, but they're also so empowering because, like I said, without my kids, I would not have, I want to say become this version of me, but I would not have remembered this version of me. And with each child that you have, you go through a deeper metamorphosis. And, you know, it's painful potentially while you're in it. There's a lot of that in between energy of, you know not yet becoming this this new person or this new thing and and still grieving the that old version of you that you can't go back to and there's nothing else you can do but grieve it right because you can't change it and you can't go back you can only move forward and i i think it's valiant really all the moms that have to do this on a daily basis and you know that portal of birth creates so much energy not only are you creating energy within your body because you're growing this like whole new human, but once you give birth to them, that energy has to go somewhere. And I think this isn't talked about enough, but like you have such creative life force energy in you as a mother. You know, our our sacral center is designed to be that portal and designed to be a holder of that creative energy. And so it builds and builds and builds while you're birthing that beautiful human and and some of it goes with the child when they're born right but a lot of it stays with you and so it's no wonder that you're going to go through this transformation because that creative energy has to go somewhere and so i have found actually that after birth you know you get into this kind of like in between transformation phase and then so much comes out of it if you allow yourself to channel that energy in a productive way. And I almost don't even like the word productive, but more just channel that energy in the way that it wants to move through you because you're just a vessel, right? For this divine creative force. And even if you're not pregnant or giving birth, you know, all women are channels for this beautiful divine creative force. You just have a lot more of it (laughs) when you are going through the stages of pregnancy and birth. And so, you know, I think it takes a little bit to incubate, right? And, you know, it's incubating while you are growing this human, but then it needs you to anchor it in and then move it towards something. So I wrote my book, you know, Find Your Way Home, Moving Through Miscarriage, Poems and Practices to Reclaim Your Light After Loss, after having Rocky, because that was the creative energy. I had so much energy while he was in my stomach. I was writing so many poems and, you know, you are open to the ethers. You are so open to the ethers while you are pregnant. And I encourage moms to lean into that, like write down everything that's coming through for you, because those are seeds of ideas that are being planted while you are open to the cosmos. And then it's up to you to ground that energy and move forward with the things that make sense for you. And you can really use that creative potential to your advantage. And really do so much with it if you are, oh, excuse me, I'm moving so much energy. If you are really intentional about how you capture that and um, work with it after pregnancy. And so that's another reason you're going to have so many of these emotions as well, right? Because you have so much energy moving through you and the energy has to settle after you give birth. You have to intentionally close that portal as well. If you leave it open, not that anything bad is going to it's almost like a big energy leak, right? Like you're almost um I don't want to say wasting, but but it's an energy leak. It's it's going to keep you know, uh until you plug it or until you intentionally ground it and move it into something. And so, I don't want you to waste that potential. You know, I think that's the light at the end of the tunnel after birth is that there's so much that can come from it that's even bigger and beyond birthing a human. And birthing a human is like Fucking the biggest thing you can do you know um and so i want you to know that that grief that you're feeling is ultimately going to lead you to your highest good and lead you to your highest path and that if you can feel that side of the emotional spectrum then you can also feel joy okay because that's what planet earth is all about is about that duality so if you can feel the saddest you know um uh, just most awful side of the spectrum, you can also feel the happiest, most joyful side. It's available to you. And so that to me is the silver lining of this grief in motherhood is that if you can feel all of that, you can feel the happiness just as easily. And it's up to you to move through it and to alchemize it. And we are natural alchemizers as mothers. I mean, think about it. All the times that we create something out of nothing, you know, for our kids' school projects or for, Anything really, you know, we we are magic, and that energy comes from us and from our connection to our creative source within our womb space, and from our connection to our children. And so, you know, the next time that you're having a hard time as a mom, which happens all the time, I invite you to just sit with those feelings and maybe name some of the silver linings and the things that will come out of them that will be beautiful and. You know, the tears are welcome and they are okay. And as much as it feels shitty to be stuck in that middle transition, you're not going to be in the middle forever. You know, I had a a podcast episode I think a couple weeks ago about the middle and there's magic in that middle, right? Because you're not going to be in the middle forever. There's always going to be a beginning and there's always going to be an end and that middle can really be a place where you solidify yourself, where you put your stake in the ground and you say, this is who I'm going to be moving forward. And you get to figure it out. Like what a beautiful gift that you get to choose while you're in that middle, the pieces of yourself that you want to take with you and the pieces that you want to leave behind, that you can really parse through all of the lessons and things that are happening to say, you know what, I'm, I'm tired of this narrative, this story, this karmic pattern. I'm going to get rid of it for good. I'm going to choose to take these empowering stories and notions with me forward because that's what you get to do in any given moment, right? You get to choose how you view things and what perspective you want to give them. And I'm always going to choose the most empowering perspective. It doesn't mean that I'm always going to feel empowered, but I'm going to make my way towards that feeling eventually. Right And I'm gonna let it be a catalyst for change. And so can we let our kids be catalysts for the highest versions of ourselves? I feel like they just speed up our timelines, right? That like these things were always meant to happen. but when we bring kids into the world, like damn, it goes so fast <laughs> and goes so much faster because now you you start to realize like how fast time moves. And that you don't have forever in this earthly body and in this incarnation that you came here for a certain mission and certain things that you wanted to accomplish and you know i had a reading years ago from this amazing psychic his name is um ainsley mcleod and he let me know that you know my soul is a very old soul he uh grades souls on levels like one to ten and i'm a ten soul And I'm like 40% of the way through. And, you know, when you're done at level 10, I don't really know what the fuck happens. I guess you like graduate back to the light and you don't come back to earth or maybe you go to other planets. I don't know. But, you know, he was saying that you also pick characteristics when you come to earth. And so I picked this characteristic of being a nurturer, but I didn't necessarily choose to be a mom before coming here. And so people do that, right? You can choose that like your mission in life is to be a mom or or whatever it is, but I I didn't choose that as part of my mission. And, you know, he said that a lot of the times those that choose to be nurturers do become moms because they understand the sensitiveness of these souls. They, They understand how to care for them. And, you know, I really believe that even though I didn't choose, quote unquote, to be a mom before coming to earth, that it is exponentially helping my healing and helping me hop timelines and quantum leap and move forward in such a huge way that I wouldn't be able to otherwise. And when I view it from that perspective, the grief seems more manageable. The grief seems like it's not so bad because it has a higher purpose. And everything has a higher purpose, right, if we choose to have that perspective. But I really think, you know, the the grief is good, That it's not a bad thing to feel these uncomfortable feelings and to feel this sadness and this push and this pull because that's what I'm here for. That's what every human is here for. And, you know, when we allow ourselves to experience that wide spectrum of emotions, that's really beautiful because so many people are not allowing themselves to experience that. And you know when you can feel that wide spectrum of emotions and what it feels like to be human, then you're better able to connect with others. You're better able to serve. I mean, essentially, and I know not everyone is here to serve, but I feel like to some extent, if you are a mother, you are here to serve in some way because you're leaving a legacy. And you're imprinting on a future generation that is going to be stewards for this earth and this planet and for the people on it. And, you know, that's a big mission, but it's one that I think all of us are ready for, you know? Um, and that sometimes that grief is uh, saying goodbye to the smallness within us, saying goodbye to the um, mediocreness, maybe in each of us, right? And, and it's scary to know that we have this bigger mission and this bigger purpose. And so, you know, that can cause the grief because then you're like, well, fuck, then I've actually got to show up and do the work. I've got to stand up for myself and my children and these future generations and, and even the past generations, right? You're all the healing that you're doing is going to have effects seven generations forward and seven generations back. And that's a, that's a heavy weight to carry sometimes, right? But, you know, um, we're here to bear it because we chose to. And it's okay sometimes if that makes us want to kick and scream and yell and shout that we don't want to be responsible. But ultimately, you can't shirk that responsibility because we are the only ones that can break those generational curses. And we are the only ones that can care for for ourselves and for the future. So I don't know that I thought this is where this was going today. but. I hope this was an inspiring pep talk to you that, that grief and motherhood and all the ups and downs of motherhood don't have to be a bad thing. I would love for you to join me in Mexico at the Return to You Retreat, April 8th through the 12th. It's coming up so soon. And we are going to have such an amazing time together in sisterhood, in ceremony every single day. And it's going to be just so beautiful. And if you are looking to uncover who you really are, my online meditation and kundalini yoga membership, the Portal Collective, is a great place to start. We have new on-demand meditations every single month. Um, There's tons of breathwork videos in there so that you can do it all on your own time at home. All of them are 30 minutes or less so that you can get on your mat and get on with your day. If you are loving the podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, review, share with your friends so that they can find this amazing free resource. I think that's it. (laughs) I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. I love you so much. Thank you for being here with me. I love being able to have these conversations with you. They're as therapeutic for me as I'm sure they are for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. Be good to one another. I'll see you next week.